Hello and welcome to Health Yeah! Brought to you by the National Association of Chronic Disease Directors, promoting health and preventing disease. You can find more information about NACDD at chronicdisease.org. As always, I'm Joseph Rhodes, your friendly podcast producer. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well, and welcome to another episode of Health Yeah! Today on the podcast, we have Lieutenant Governor of Rhode Island, Daniel McKee, and he has a project that's near and dear to his heart, and that's the Rhode Island State Alzheimer's Plan. It's a great episode hosted by NACDD's web managing editor, Scott, and I hope you enjoy it. So let's get into it. Okay, Lieutenant Governor McKee, thanks for joining us today. We, we greatly appreciate your time. Uh, we had some questions for you about the Rhode Island State Alzheimer's Plan, um, and we wanted to uh, get your viewpoints and your insight on uh, how the plan came to be and, and w how Alzheimer's is affecting the population of Rhode Island and, and what is the long-term plan to uh, engage with those issues. Um, so I wanted to begin by asking you what you thought were some of the underpinning social or economic issues that could uh, exacerbate the health concerns of that aging population in Rhode Island. Well, I think that the uh, in, uh, research in the state plan, which is an update of a uh, previous plan that was uh, adopted by the state of Rhode Island through the Lieutenant Governor's Office that was that sat prior to me, Lieutenant Governor Roberts. Um, and so what we found is that there's, um, there's the biggest barriers, like some of the ability uh, to connect with members in the minority community. And our report did show that uh, in the black community, uh, twice as likely uh, to, um, you know, to have a dementia issue or to have an Alzheimer's issue and in, in the Hispanic community, one and a half times more likely. So we know that we need to focus on that and um, the work in Rhode Island, uh, in particular at uh, our universities and Butler Hospital, which are leaders in, in the research on Alzheimer's and related disorders, um, they, they understand that a lot of their critical trials that we need to make sure that we have uh, a minority represented on that. Uh, and uh, so, so we, when we put together an executive board in anticipation of an updated um, report, uh, from the uh, report that was passed in 2013 in the state of Rhode Island, uh, we put an executive board together, and part of that executive board was a, uh, a minority committee. So this is a concern, uh, you know, in terms of it impacts basically all health issues, and, and that uh, impacts our aging population as well, uh, that we make sure that through our ICHEA, the long-term health care um, commission in Rhode Island. So this has been a top priority, uh, dealing not only with the elderly, but also uh, breaking it down and understanding uh, that the minorities and the, and the communities of color are impacted to a higher degree uh, than any other community. Can, can you give me some background on uh, how, how and why the Alzheimer's plan was enacted and, 
And uh, I understand it was enacted under the uh, previous administration, but can you tell me uh, a little bit more about how and why you're making it a priority in, in your administration? Well, we inherited the original plan that the General Assembly had passed a resolution establishing the need back in 2012 for a, a state plan to address Alzheimer's. Um, and it charged the Lieutenant Governor's Office with it producing that plan. So Lieutenant Governor Roberts um, and, uh, had uh, put, put that effort together, and they published a plan in 2013. I was elected Lieutenant Governor in 2014, re-elected in 2018. So when, I, uh, when we took office, we understood that this plan was going to sunset under um, uh, my, my term, uh, so we, we set out right away to communicate with the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association, which is a fabulous organization in Rhode Island. It's a, it's a national leader for advocacy, uh, and we have that uh, right here in Rhode Island under, under the executive director, Donna McGowan. And uh, so we, we reached out to, uh, to her in particular because uh, she was very central in that plan in 2012, 2013, and we we reconvened uh, a core group that that was um, that represented many different uh, committees uh, that that have met as an executive board with myself in my office uh, for a uh, you know for over the last three years, four three years, and then uh, last February we announced that we had a, gr a grant from the Tufts Health Plan Foundation and the Rhode Island Foundation uh, to allow that that committee under our uh, direction and in partnership with the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association to bring in a consultant uh, to help us with uh, constructing a, an updated uh, plan. And that's what we just had an announcement in the State House last week where we brought many, many of the stakeholders that participated in that effort uh, to, uh, along with uh, Representative Mayor Ackerman, uh, Senator Cynthia Coyne, who have now uh, sponsored uh, a resolution to adopt this uh, new updated plan. Uh, what are some differences between that 2013 and 2019 plan, and and how did that come forth? That that update that was just announced. So I think that I think that the plan reflects um, the uh, you know a, a, a landscape that has changed significantly since 2013 related to the research and the care. And, and quite frankly, the awareness. Um, so we know that um, that there's more early detection going on. Um, you know, genetic testing, available resources, and available funding uh, today than there was uh, back in 2013. And the 2019 updated plan uh, reflects that. Um, so. We also made it a priority to ensure that recommendations were were very uh, community driven. I think that's consistent with the original plan that they there was a great deal of effort to to talk to families and um, individuals that um, uh, were impacted by the Alzheimer's disease. Um, right. This time around, I think that our executive board that I that I spoke to you really does reflect you know, an upgrade to a certain degree in the fact that um, there's a great deal of more research going on. So, like I mentioned, Butler Hospital or URI or Brown University, um, you know, leading doctors and researchers are um, have made some uh, impact, and they and they have 
uh, you know, that moving this issue along and the goal of the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association and the National Alzheimer's Association is to find that first cure. So I think that we're closer, it appears, to that, uh, you know, through the research. And our report reflects um, that. And what I think also what it reflects differently uh, today than 2013 is the fact that there's national uh, funding uh, that has accelerated um, dramatically from uh, from 2013, what was available. And we're working with Senator Jack Reed's office, one of our, our senior sta- uh, uh, senator, U.S. senator, and we feel as though that this report uh, reflects uh, that potential funding, either through the BOLD Act, uh, which is about $100 million that has been allocated uh, to help within research and, and care um, for, for, dementia, for dementia and for the, uh, the Alzheimer's in particular. So that's a big difference right now is, is, the, is the buy-in uh, nationally uh, through the, the funding. And we've tried to make this a core piece of our, our work, especially my office, because I think that we're going to be able to use this report as one more tool uh, to bring in um, resources that are going to become available and more and more available from the federal level and we'll be working through uh, Senator Jack Reed's office to make sure we identify that and then make sure that we bring those opportunities to the, to the right parties in the state of Rhode Island. That's wonderful. That's great. Um, I wanted to ask you, we briefly touched on that, the fact there's currently several bills in the legislature devoted to Alzheimer's. Um, that includes an awareness campaign and the creation of an advisory committee. What's been the public reaction uh, from that aging population in Rhode Island? Yeah, so I can tell you that part of the plan that we had, Scott, was that we, were, we, we had over 23 town hall meetings in the state of Rhode Island. Remember, we're a relatively small state, so that's a, that's a big outreach. We have 39 cities and towns, a million people. Uh, but we did 23 town hall meetings, uh, and, the, and the public really responded. We had uh, 45 expert interviews, and we surveyed over 200 Rhode Islanders in this, in this uh, that indicates exactly what you're talking about, that the public reaction is is very motivated, right? The public is very motivated. In Rhode Island, we have uh, 23,000 people that uh, that are suffering with Alzheimer's. That's what's pre- that's what's um, presented in the report, and over 55,000 family members that are providing uh, care uh, to those to those individuals that are suffering with with Alzheimer's. So the public is very motivated. Um, I can tell you that. Uh, the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association has been doing this groundwork, uh, and it's nice to see that uh, the General Assembly now is um, putting in more bills uh, to, um, you know, to be to partner in with that effort. Uh, you know, we have Alzheimer's walks. We have two two right now. Thousands of people show up in, in Newport or Providence. I think we're going to be on Black Island uh, this year as well with the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association really developing the awareness. Um, it's a very moving, very emotional um, uh, morning that we have uh, with all the different colored flowers that are out there that indicate the different, uh, you know, uh, whether you're a, uh, an Alzheimer's uh, patient today or whether you're a caregiver or whether you're a researcher. So we know that, you know, we're rallying as, as a state around that, and I think that one of the indications, as you just said, there's, there's bills that are being presented now to uh, really formalize uh, some of the work 
work that we've done through our office and with the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association. That's wonderful. It's great to see an engaged public with such a serious issue. Uh, one of the bills, as we mentioned, uh, seeks to establish a, an awareness campaign, and that would be administered by the director of the Department of Health. Uh, how does your administration plan to interface with the Department of Health to ensure success with uh, that plan? Well, the Department of Health has been has been a, a true partner with us and in, in developing the plan, uh, as has the, um, the Department of Elderly Affairs. Uh, but Dr. Scott is a she's a national leader. Uh, she actually I think she chairs the national board of um, Department of Health uh, executives. Uh, Nancy Sutton's been a, a true asset as well, and and has participated in those executive board meetings of the uh, of the association. So we expect that. We're going to really be working with them. Uh, in our report, it, it recommends that we uh, have uh, a staff member, an executive member of the uh, Department of Health uh, that uh, actually helps facilitate the plan itself. Um, and also, we've got uh, Rep. Ackman, Mayor Ackman, I mentioned her name earlier, who she sponsored the resolution to adopt the state plan. But she's also put in a, a House bill uh, that would uh, create a campaign or a community awareness campaign. Our report actually points out that that's, a, that's something that is um, important that we continue to do, and, and it's great that Rep. Ackerman has put this bill in because it'll formalize that, uh, that effort to, um, to have this uh, grassroots uh, awareness plan uh, adopted by the state. And uh, that, all, that helps a great deal, Scott, right? To have the legislative support along with the executive branch, uh, which is our office, uh, Department of Health, uh, and then working with the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association with Donna McGowan has really, um, you know, I think that we're creating this, this team, this momentum that's going to uh, put Rhode Island in a spot where it's going to show a, a great deal of um, leadership on the issue. That's wonderful. As you may know, our, our members are state health department workers who are creating proposals to present to policymakers. Uh, what advice do you have for them to, to most effectively get their proposals in front of the eyes and ears of, of legislators and executive members? So I... I think organizing is very important, but I also believe that you take advantage of the people who have organized over the years, right, in advance of any, uh, you know, policy-type uh, efforts to, uh, you know, be driven through the through our general general assemblies in any state. So I can just tell you, I mentioned the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association a few times. They are definitely leaders. The, the, not only do they do those annual walks to raise dollars, but they also have a caregivers conference. Um, annually, and uh, this year it's it's a standing room only. Seven hundred people will be showing up with all the um, the uh, the service levels that are represented in terms of associations and and caregivers and research. There's a, a forum on research. Um, you, many many of the people who are show, showing there up are, are, are caregivers because they're family members. Uh, they bring some of their uh, the family members who are. Uh, suffering with the with the Alzheimer's disease there. So I think one of the best things to do is when you're starting to create policy is to really go to the people who are advocating on the ground and there's always 
early advocates, uh, in our case, the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association, one of those. But then what we did when we put all the, the, um, the researchers, the hospitals, the, the, the universities, along with the caregivers organizations together, we were able to put this plan together with their support, with the Rhode Island Foundation, with the Tusk Foundation, bringing money in. We brought Splain Associates in from, from out of state. That really positioned us to do more of the advocacy. So having a report like that and then unfolding that at a, um, a press conference in the State House where we had 75 people um, there uh, really um, cheering it on and, and, and very excited about the fact that uh, there's momentum going on in our state on such a serious issue like this. So I would be, my, my suggestion would be to go to the people who are really working the ground levels uh, initially, uh, understand what they're doing, help, let them help you drive policy uh, inside of your states. And um, I think anytime you bring people together around an issue, uh, in such a significant, positive way, uh, it, it impacts policymakers, and that's what we're seeing here in Rhode Island right now. We touched on it a little earlier, uh, how how you plan to to interface with that Department of Health. Uh, just generally, once that plan is in place, um, how do you think that you know Department of Health and and state governments can can work together effectively? What is um, just in a generalized view? How do you believe that uh, they can work together more effectively to, to achieve results? So I, I think, again, it, uh, uh, we, we've tried to do the best we could, uh, you know, uh, with the resources we've had, Scott, to uh, try to achieve what you just talked about. I think that legislative bodies, um, and the more that we can educate them about the issue, uh, the more that we can include them in on the issue, um, the better. And so we've we've included um, Senator Cynthia Coyne in our on our long-term health care council. Uh, okay. So she attends meetings uh, so that she gets a little bit more aware. And the Alzheimer's um, plan is 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 a part of every agenda that we have with the long-term health care. Um, and then including the Department of Health and their leadership, as we mentioned with Nancy Sutton and and Dr. Scott. Um, and then meeting with them, uh, and right now it's a challenge. It, what you're talking about is a challenge um, because uh, in many ways we work uh, independently of one another, and when we do that, uh, one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. So I think that one of the main things that is important to do is, if you, especially with the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association, the work that we're doing with the plan, uh, it's not going to be as productive a tool if, in fact, we're not able to figure out how to communicate with the legislative body uh, in the state of Rhode Island and any state. So mm -hmm. I think it's very important that, um, uh, and that's what our office has tried to do. I mean, we're not a leading researcher on this issue. I can tell you that I know a lot more about this issue than I did when I was elected. Um, but um, but I knew it was important that uh, if, if this plan was going to sunset on our watch, that we needed to do something about that. So yes, we're educating ourselves, and I think we need to make sure that um, all the parties that could um, help in this situation and the legislatures could help significantly. Um, you know, our, to adopt our plan, we're looking for a person to be in the Department of Health. 
you know, that help um, implement the plan. So that's a, it will have budgetary impacts. Um, but also what I'm saying to any, any, any in our state, and I think it applies to any state, is that if you really work hard on, on, a, on a plan and, and implementing and bring the parties together, you're going to be a whole lot more, you're going to have the opportunity to bring in a serious amount of uh, dollars, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, because the federal uh, and, and our Congress is recognizing what we're starting to recognize on a local level is that we need to invest in this um, for finding a cure, investing in in the uh, in this important issue of Alzheimer's uh, to to support families that are that are in the caregiving, to support small businesses that happen to be uh, working uh, to uh, address this issue uh, in in any local community as well as the nonprofit. So. Um, I think that it's what is really important is to understand that there's a great opportunity here, and if you can bring parties together, um, we're very hopeful that our office, one of the roles that we'll play over the next few years, I, I have, uh, like I said, I've just been recently elected for a second term, is that we're going to try to play a role of identifying the resources that uh, could be possibly be available uh, to us, to the state of Rhode Island, and we feel as though that this uh, report, this updated report, uh, which it reflects that in one of our one of our, our goals, um, is going to be a, a great tool that we can use. But not all, but unless everybody knows about it in our state, right. including the legislative body, you're not going to get there. Right. Well, that's wonderful, Lieutenant Governor McKee. We we thank you so much for your your insight and your time. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add about the work you've? You've been doing um, uh, about this plan. Anything you want to touch back on? Um, please let us know. Yeah, we'd be happy to stay in touch. Uh, we'll see, you know, how we, how we make out. But I can tell you that the the it's been a eye opening experience. You know, we're we're our office is definitely an advocate right now uh, on the Alzheimer's issue, and uh, we're very proud to be associated with the Rhode Island Alzheimer's Association and everybody that's been on our executive board, uh, creating the public awareness uh, on this very important issue. Wonderful. Thank you again so much for your time, and, and we look forward to uh, sharing this with our membership, and, and we appreciate it again. Thank you very much. Okay, Scott. Thank you for your time. I appreciate the invitation. Absolutely. Have a great day. Well, I think that was a fascinating episode, and you can really tell that the Rhode Island State Alzheimer's Plan is very near and dear to Lieutenant Governor McKee's heart. If you'd like to know more information about the Rhode Island State Alzheimer's Plan, really the best way is just to Google just that, or you can go to ltgov.ri.gov slash ALZ, and they have a lot of information on that website. Take a look at it. Well, that's going to wrap up another episode of Health Yeah! I hope you found it informative and entertaining like I did. On behalf of NACDD, thank you very much for listening.